So it's really good to see you here today. Great to have you join us for our family service. We're going to be learning later about Gideon. We're going to have Professor Jess join us. But keep your eyes peeled because you never know who's going to turn up in any of our videos. So I was listening to the radio the other day and they do a section where you get to ask questions and they try to find out the reasons why, why things happen or are true. And someone had asked, why do we have two nostrils? So we have one nose, but two holes. Those are our nostrils. Why two? Well, the answer was, was quite amazing. Do you know, you have two nostrils because they do slightly different things at different times. So if you were to hold one side and breathe in, now breathe out. Now do the other side and breathe out again. Now, did you see that one side was quicker to breathe in than the other? I hope you did. Well, what they told us was that one side breathes in quicker and quickly gets the smell, um, which means we can process it in our brain. The other side takes it slower and realises what the complexities are, how many different smells are in as you breathe in. It's very clever. But what they said was that your nose works in a um, in a routine where it keeps switching the nostrils over. So one nostril doesn't get tired, doesn't get worn out. So later on in the day, if you try that again, you might find that the other nostril is breathing quicker than the other one. Now, I just thought that was a very interesting fact, but it also just reminded me of just how creative God is. I love that he thought to give us two nostrils that were going to go and work better than one. Isn't our God good? I wonder what other facts we'll be able to find out about just how amazing God has created us. Well, we're going to start with worship this morning. So everyone to your feet and we're going to start by singing Alive. Set apart from the ash, I am born again. Forever. 
me telling you about the nostrils and how that had reminded me of just how good God was and how amazing he had made us. Well it also reminds me of something that he wrote in Psalm 139. So this is from Psalm 139 verse 14. It says thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvellous and how well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. And that just talks about how God made us how he formed us, how he created us. Now, what I'd love us to do in this next bit is I'd love you to grab a piece of paper and to draw a little picture, a bit like this one that I've done. So I'd love you to have a body in front of you. Then what I'd love you to do is I'd love you to draw different things on your body and to use it as something that we can thank God for. So it might be that you want to draw an amazing pair of hands because God has given you the ability to make things or draw things or create things with your hands. It might be that you want to 
really decorate your feet because you want to thank God that he's given you the ability to run, to jump, to be super, super fast. It might be that you want to draw a brain in your head and you want to thank God that he's given you a mind that can concentrate and do things and think about things to celebrate being able to do maths or your English work or to be able to remember history dates. So what we're going to do over this next time is I'd love all of you to draw your picture of a person and then draw on the things that you want to thank God for. And just maybe take some time over this week to go back through Psalm 139 and remember that God created you. All that workmanship, he made it so that you could hear with your ears, that you could smell with your nose. He did it so that you could run fast, that you could create things. So we want to thank God for being so good to us. So I'm going to play the music now. Grab your pieces of paper and start writing or drawing. You give life, you are love, you bring light to the darkness, you give hope, you restore every heart that is broken. In our lungs, 
So we pour out our praise, we pour out our praise, it's your breath in our lungs. So we pour out our praise to you only. Great are you, Lord. Yes. Great are you, Lord. Oh. Dear Lord, we want to thank you that you created us, that you formed us, that you know everything about us. Lord, I thank you that you are such a creative God. That you made us uh, with a perfect plan. That you have a plan for each one of us. Thank you for your goodness. Amen. Welcome, everyone. I have a question for you. Have you ever felt nervous or afraid to do something like going into a dark room or sleeping with the lights off or making a new friend at school they could reject you or make fun of you or taking a test at school because you might do badly or standing up and speaking in front of many people and worrying about totally freezing like your mouth wants to move but no words will come out sometimes our fears and our worries they get in the way and we forget that we can trust in God and that he will always be with us the person in this story, he kind of forgot that. He couldn't quite believe God and he needed God to prove himself instead of just having faith. Let's have a look together. The Midianites were enemies of God's people, the Israelites. They would destroy all of the Israelite crops and steal their cattle. The Israelites cried out to God for help. The Israelites had turned their back on God, but God being faithful was going to help them. There was an Israelite named Gideon and God wanted to use Gideon to save the Israelites. One day, an angel visited Gideon and told Gideon he would save the Israelites. But Gideon wasn't the bravest or the strongest. In fact, he would often be hiding in a hole away from the Midianites. Gideon was probably confused and very afraid. So ask God to prove himself. Gideon wanted to be sure that it was God speaking to him, so put some bread and meat on a rock. As he did this, a huge fire came up and consumed both the bread and the meat. Then the angel disappeared. But you see, this still wasn't enough for Gideon. He couldn't believe that the Israelites could defeat the scary Midianite army, so asked God for proof again. Then Gideon put some wool on the ground and told God if the wool was wet, but the ground around it was dry, then he would face the Midianites. Gideon woke up the next morning and went to check the wall. And God did exactly that. But Gideon still didn't trust in God. He said, this time, if the wall was dry, but the ground was wet, then he would trust God. Once again, Gideon went to check the next day and the wall was in fact dry and the ground around it was wet, just as he had asked. After all of that, Gideon finally trusted in the things God was telling him and prepared to go to battle. Next week, we're going to find out what happens in the end of that story. God saw Gideon not as a small, frightened farmer, but as a mighty warrior. 
a warrior who could defeat the Midianite army. God saw this because he was going to be with Gideon through it all. It's the same for us. When we have Jesus, we have the potential to become mighty warriors who do great things for God. Gideon needed to stop focusing on all the things he couldn't do and focus on all the things God could do. Gideon should have trusted in God instead of asking for signs. Just like Gideon, God is with you through the things that you face. It doesn't matter if you're not very strong, very brave, very fast. When God is with us, we have everything we need to get through anything, including facing that difficult test in school, knowing God that is with you, no matter what result you get, or telling a friend how much Jesus loves them, or making new friends, standing up for others, and doing the right thing. And what did one smelly sock say to the other smelly sock? I don't know. What did one smelly sock say to the other smelly sock? Are you stinking what I'm stinking? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to play our word association game. Now for this game, it's what words link with each other words, but you're going to take it in turns, but there can be no hesitation no saying uh or um and no repeating of the word so who wants to start <laughs> finley no. captain america iron man hesitation <laughs> freya mountain mount everest tall snowy today learning all about Gideon and the plans that God had for his life and how Gideon really trusted God fully with all of it. Well you know God's really interested in each one of us as well and he has a plan for each day. So why don't you take some time maybe this week maybe at breakfast time just to give your day to God. Maybe pray together Maybe just say to Jesus, I trust you with my day today. I trust that you've got good plans for me. I trust that you are going to look after me throughout my day. Well, I'm going to finish with prayer now. Dear Jesus, I want to thank you that you love us all so much. I thank you that you love us so much that we can fully trust you, that you have plans for each one of us for each day of our lives. 
Lord, we want to give you this week, Lord, as we're going back to school, as um, maybe we're going back to work, doing different things, Lord. We want to trust you each day. Thank you for loving us so much, Lord. Amen. Well, hope you have a really good week and hope to see you soon. Bye for now.